You're listening to Quest for Love, a podcast for smart, successful women who want to stop attracting the same kind of men over and over so they can finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. This is episode 10 of Quest for Love. I can't believe we've already done 10 episodes and that this podcast has over 250 downloads. That may not sound like a lot to you, but it feels like a lot to me. And I want to share with you guys a short review that I got recently from Lee. She said, Melissa, I can't thank you enough for your clearly delivered wisdom. I'm in the newly looking for Mr. Right category, and I feel so empowered to get it right this time. Your podcast is empowering because it explains why I did what I did and what growth within me needs to happen. Thank you so much. Lee, you're so welcome. I'm glad that you are loving the podcast, and I hope that you guys are sharing it with all of your friends. And if you are loving it too, please drop in and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. All right, let's get rolling. Today we are talking about exactly what Lee had to go through, which is how to get over your ex and begin the process of moving forward. There is a quote that I love. I think it's Alexander Graham Bell, but I'm not really sure and I could be a moron. It says, when one door closes, another opens opens, but often we look so long and so regretfully upon the closed door that we don't see the one that has opened for us. And what I take from that quote is basically that we spend so much time obsessing over why our relationship didn't work, being sad about the fact that it didn't end up the way that we wanted it to, and really focusing on the things that we need from the other person or that we think we need from the other person in order to be able to move forward. And when we're spending all of our time doing this, we are missing some things that are right in front of our face. We're missing the silver lining. We're missing the opportunities that this situation is affording to us. We're forgetting to think about why we didn't want to be in the relationship to begin with or why it wasn't good for us or why we would even want to be with someone who didn't want to be with us. And we get so focused in this negative loop that it can be really hard to get out of it. Now, I want to say that I empathize with and I understand how difficult it can be to get over an ex and to really move forward after your relationship has ended. Believe me, I have been there and I remember it like it was yesterday. I can remember one of the most horrible breakups I ever had that I did not see coming and was not mutual at all. And I remember the day after that breakup feeling like I would never stop crying. I remember crying in the shower. I remember having to take bathroom breaks at work to go into the bathroom and cry. I remember spending my lunch hour crying, crying on the way home from work. Like I really thought it would never stop. And I've been in that space of obsessing over why I wasn't worthy why I wasn't enough, what I could have done differently. And I've also been in that angry space of hating the other person or blaming the other person 
or believing that the other person should have done something differently or should have been someone different for our relationship to work out. So I want you to know that I'm not discounting the experience that you are going through by giving you these tips for how you can move forward. And I know that depending on how much time and emotional energy you've invested in your relationship, sometimes it can take days or months or years before you truly feel like you are over it. And if there is marriage or property or you guys have a pet or a child together, then things can be even more complicated and drawn out. And it can also be more complicated and difficult if the decision was not mutual. Nevertheless, there are some things that you can do now to start making peace with the ending of your relationship and to start taking steps forward. But it is super important that first you take the time to properly grieve the loss of your relationship. You have to allow those feelings to be there and you have to allow yourself to feel them no matter how yucky they feel. This is a perfect example of the only way out is through. The other um, sort of platitude that I like is feelings buried alive never die. And it's 100% true. So I hate to break it to you, but you're going to have to let that sadness be there. You're going to have to just breathe it in and allow it to be a vibration in your body to feel what it feels like, to feel the heaviness and the darkness and the tightness of those feelings and to let them be present until you're ready to breathe them out. And when you are, these are the suggestions that I have for you for how you can at least start to move forward and find closure with that person. So the first tip I have for you, you're not going to like it. (laughs) It is to cut off all contact with the other person. Now, this may sound dramatic, but I want you to just go ahead and block your ex on social media. I want you to delete their pictures and their numbers from your phone. I want you to cleanse your house of anything that they might have left behind and avoid going to places where you know they might be. And for the love of all that is holy, stop sleeping with him today. (laughs) The less that you think about the other person, the easier it's going to be to get over them and to move on. So get rid of anything that keeps you stuck in that place. This is also going to keep you from getting hurt even more while your wounds are still fresh. Now, I know a lot of you are saying, but my situation is different. We have kids together. We have a dog together. I'm still friends with his sister, et cetera, et cetera. All these reasons why you can't cut off contact. But if you're really being honest with yourself, there are many ways you may not like them, but there are many ways that you can eliminate contact or minimize contact with that other person. Just because you have kids together doesn't mean that you need to talk to each other every day. It doesn't mean that he needs to have your phone number. It doesn't mean that you need to see each other. There are plenty of ways to avoid contact with the other person if that's what you truly believe you need in order to move forward. And I'm telling you right now, it is. Okay, the second tip that I have for you is radical acceptance. Now, podcast number six is all about radical acceptance. So if you haven't listened to that yet, make sure you go back and listen to it after this episode. But basically, radical acceptance, it does not mean that what happened was fair or deserved or justified or right. Right. 
It just means that you are making a conscious choice to accept what is and to move forward. This is so, so important because it's so easy to get stuck in that place of like, I can't move forward until I know the truth. I can't move forward until he apologizes to me. I can't move forward until I get to say what I have to say. Radical acceptance allows you to move forward regardless of what the other person does. And if you don't, then you just stay the victim of the other person and you stay at their mercy. If you really believe that you can't move forward without an apology or without acknowledgement of what they did wrong, then you've given all of the power to them to decide whether you get to be happy and whether you get to move forward in your life. So radical acceptance is the way that you get closure, the way that you let go of what once was and what you thought was going to be so that you can move forward for yourself. You don't need the other person to accept wrongdoing or apologize or even speak to you in order to find true closure. All you really need is a complete acceptance of what has happened to grieve the loss, to take responsibility for the parts that you played in it, and to make a new plan to move forward. You can't change what's already happened, but you can control the attitude, the thoughts, the feelings, and the behaviors that you move forward from here with. So tip number three is to date yourself. And this means a lot of different things. First of all, this means that that old advice of the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else is terrible, terrible advice, and it does not work 100% of the time. Now, moving on to someone else, having a rebound, having a fling with someone may provide you a temporary distraction that feels better in the moment, but long-term, it is not going to help you feel better and it is not going to help you move forward. What you do need to do is take some time for yourself. Take some time to treat yourself the way that you would want a significant other to treat you if you had one. There's no need to wait for someone else to make you you feel adored or special or loved when you can do it yourself. And even better than that is if you can make yourself feel adored and special and loved, you're no longer going to be dependent on another person to give that to you. And that is going to allow you to go into your future relationships from a much more happy and healthy and whole and empowered place. Taking this time for yourself is also going to allow you to get back in touch with yourself and with the core of who you are as an individual. Because the longer you're in a relationship, the more likely it is that your personality has become intertwined with the other person. And sometimes it can be easy to forget who you are without that person. Plus, an added bonus is that dating yourself will keep you busy and staying busy will help you avoid sinking too far into your thoughts and developing some severe anxiety and depression because of your situation. Plus, doing these things is going to make you feel more powerful and confident, which are two things that you probably don't feel right now. So along those same lines, while you're spending this time by yourself, work on your self-esteem. A breakup can leave a person's self-esteem shattered, especially if you are the one getting dumped rather than the dumper. There are very few things that hurt more in this life than opening up and sharing your true self with someone 
only for them to decide that that's not what they want. It feels like rejection, which makes it natural to try to look for flaws in yourself and why you weren't good enough for that person. But be realistic about their flaws too. I'm certain that they weren't perfect either. And in reality, do you really want to be in a relationship with someone who sees you and treats you the way that the other person did? So use this time to improve yourself from the inside out, which I'm guessing you're already doing because you're listening to this podcast and you're so smart. Make sure that you are a happy and healthy and whole person on your own before you try to get into another relationship with someone else. If you don't work on yourself first, you are much more likely to attract the wrong types of people again, and you'll carry baggage into your relationship that is going to cause it to be doomed from the very beginning. And number five, use this as a learning experience. When you are ready and not a moment too soon, it is important to look at your past relationships and figure out what you can learn from them and how you are better because of them. This is one of the things that I do with my clients who are coming to me in the beyond breakup stage. We spend some time looking at their past relationships and figuring out what did this relationship teach me? What parts of it worked for me? What parts of it didn't work for me? What parts of why it didn't work were my responsibility and how can I change them in the future? And the key here is not to beat yourself up or to feel like a failure because your relationship ended. It's to remember that you did the best that you knew how to do at the time, that you're not perfect, that you don't know everything, and that you probably made mistakes and you're probably going to make more. But giving yourself the same grace that you would give to anyone else is going to allow you to make peace with your choices and move forward more confidently to the life and the love that you were truly meant to have. And the last thing that I will say on this topic is to remember that pain is inevitable, but suffering is an option. Breakups, 100%, they're one of the most painful things that you can go through. But you don't have to suffer forever. You can allow yourself to feel that pain without suffering. You can allow yourself to grieve the relationship without letting it destroy your life. Spend some time on your own accepting that you truly have to love yourself the way that you wish that he would have loved you. Spend some time with your own self, learning to live alone before starting anything with someone new. Focus on yourself. Put yourself first. Self-love, spiritual growth, forgiveness of yourself and of him, that's where all of the power to move forward lies within you, which is why we always say that the quest for love starts with you. Have a great week, friends. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Quest for Love. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave us a review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. For more information about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa, check out melissamsnow.com or questforlovepodcast.com. Until the next episode.